everyone. Welcome back to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. Hello, everyone. How are we doing today? Doing fine. Doing good? Just another day living the dream out in Hollywood. I know. It's 4.56. It's almost dark outside. I'm starting to get seasonal. It does feel autumnal and wintry in all the ways that LA can. So depending on which platform you're following along with us on, there may have been an out-of-order pod. A snafu. A hiccup of sorts. So it seems like the black wig actually aired before the diner. We covered the diner as the last episode because it was listed in that order on Hulu. Hulu listed the diner followed by the black wig, which was the order which we were following in our schedule. So if there was any confusion, it just may be we were looking at a different platform that you were using. So apologies. But they're all available, and so you just have to watch one out of order. Good news is it doesn't matter because it's episodic. <laughs> Thank you, episodic television. For just starting from zero every time. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, we're going to cover The Black Wig, which aired June 10th, 1954. Ricky objects to Lucy's new look, a modish Italian haircut. That's what happens, kind of. Sort of, yeah, among other things. So we open up and the Ricardos and the Mertzas have just gotten back from a film. The movies. The cinema. The talkies. <laughs> Let's name more ways. The motion pictures. Can we talk about Lucy's look? Her look? Her look, if you will. The new look. The collar is matching the skirt. Very oh, chic, yeah. Yeah. She looked great. Yes. But she's not satisfied with her look. And you can kind of see in her body language, she's got her hip sticking out, she's like... Touch is kind of when, like, when Ethel in Lucy writes a novel, when Ethel was trying to be like intense and brooding, mm-hmm. where like you grab onto your stomach like it's hurting you, and is that what acting is? It's in such feeling. It sounds like they've gone to see a foreign film, an Italian film, and they had different responses to it. Ethel and Ricky really seemed to enjoy it. Fred didn't seem to understand it. Mm. That tracks. Ethel said, "If it's above Donald Duck, it's over his head." Yeah. To say, I mean, because why stop objectifying Fred Mertz now? He's looking slimmer. Uh, he was looking slim. Someone's been going to the YMCA a little <laughs> bit more than usual, right? So I was like, oh, good for Fred. He's like keeping it tight, <laughs> keeping it tight for Ethel. Uh, <laughs> keeping it tight so like he can be mean to Ethel. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. But so Lucy is like speaking Italian. She's like, arrivederci, arrivederci, mi amore, mi amore. And Ricky's like, well, obviously, can't you guys tell when she leaves a movie, she's just the heroine of the movie, and it takes hours for her to come off of it. Haven't we all felt like that before? A hundred percent. It's like you see Footloose and you want to dance. You know, you love Footloose. I love Footloose. I love quoting Footloose. (laughs) Let the boy dance. Especially when you were younger, but you always just go to a movie and then it just puts you in the mood to do whatever they were doing, whether it's playing an instrument or playing sports. I still feel like that now watching TV. Like when I watched Grey's Anatomy when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a surgeon. And like now, like I'll watch, I'll watch um, like Silicon Valley and I'm like, I'm going to go work in tech. I'm not going to do any of these things. I'm going to stay in my apartment. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think the last time I watched a show and was like, I want to be that. And I'm like, I think I only watch shows about Hollywood. Well, when I'm in deep in a television show, I feel like it kind of changes my perspective. Mm-hmm. When I was watching Jessica Jones, I was like, everyone is an evil monster. <laughs> I do that all the time anyway. Especially when I watch horror movies, I'm like, I can't go outside or I will be murdered. <laughs> I feel that way just like because of the world. Yeah. That's but yeah, so Lucy's feeling very inspired 
by the film, and she was talking about the Italian haircut. Yeah, which is a pixie-style short haircut. Dark haircut. Right. So we think they were probably seeing something like a Fellini or an Antonioni, like these like mm-hmm. very um, dramatic, melodramatic, romantic, passionate films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the haircut itself is more Liz Taylor. Yeah, very, Liz, true. very Elizabeth Taylor. But so, I mean, Lucy's talking about how she wants to get this French haircut, and Ricky is like, hell no. Right. No. So he says... There are two types of people in the world. Men and women. Men have short hair. Women have long hair. Well, he said he didn't want his son to be confused. And he doesn't want little Ricky to think Lucy is his father. Yeah. Doesn't hold up well. No. You know what? I think in the mind of a baby, there are... It's a different thing that makes men and women different. And I think it's what feeds him. Right. So it's like, mom is still mom if she can nurse me. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, how like how much are babies looking at hair? Right. It's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that I always think about, too, I'm like, I don't think about, like, Lucy and Ethel as having, like, long, luscious right. hair. You know, it's, it's not like they it's have... It's always up. It's always up, and it's styled, like, a little shorter on the top. Closer to the hair. Yeah. The head, so yeah. I always, like, think, I'm like, oh, they don't... She doesn't have long hair anyway. Although Lucy's hairstyle in this episode was different than what we usually see. And she was, like, rough her hands through her hair with like all of the drama of mm-hmm. her like Italian film moment so it was like making her hair go a little bit bigger yeah but I like that Ricky was used to her like dramatic machinations and he's like clearly her husband has just left and left her to raise like all these children by herself and he's like made up a story for her yeah as to why she's like arrivederci mi amor um so I liked that that was, like, a, a recurring bit. But, yeah, I mean, she really wanted to cut her hair, and for the reason Ricky gets to decide what her hair looks like. I feel like men, do, like, not that I'm saying it's okay, but I do feel like sometimes men do have really strong opinions about women's hair. Yeah. Like, I, long hair versus short hair, this or that. Changing I, the color. I think, yeah, I think it goes both ways, because women have opinions about men's facial hair. True. Very right. important. What I think also, and about men's hair, they'll be like, oh, he needs a haircut. I mean, but I think also... The other cliche I have have in my head is that, and maybe this is just in my limited experience in my family, but like my mother, when I was growing up, she cut off eight inches of hair, Mm. like a huge amount of hair from having like shoulder length hair to having like a a short, short bob. Mm -hmm. And my dad, it took him like a week to notice. Some men, I think just like it doesn't register. Like they don't see things like that or like the color will change or like whatever. And like I've changed my hair and like, and the men in my family like don't notice. And so, (laughs) I mean, maybe because that's also like brothers and fathers, but like between my mother and father, like he didn't notice his like partner's hair. (laughs) Yeah. So I think there also can be that where they like don't even know. But that's not the case of Ricky. Ricky is very specific. I like your hair the way I like it. You need to look like a woman. Right. But also like these women are very sexy in this movie. So I don't understand how like they are not women. Of course. Yeah. No, I think it was a weird thing to say, especially because we know one of the popular female hairstyles at the time was short hair. So obviously it's a feminine look. Well, and also, like, it, it, it reminded me, like, Liz Taylor is a really good reference. and But also, like, Audrey Hepburn had, like... Mm-hmm. When she gets her hair cut in Roman Holiday. Right. When she goes from being the princess to, you know... Yeah. She gets, like, super shortcut. So, and these are obviously very feminine, beautiful women. So, it's very confusing. Would you guys ever cut your hair super short? I sometimes dream of it. My mom's hair is short. How short? She has a uh, pixie? pixie, basically. Yeah. Sure. It's, like, close to her head. And I always kind of thought, like, as you get older, your hair gets shorter. Yeah. So I figured I would go a little bit shorter. But I don't love it on me. As short as I've gone is, like... 
shoulder length and I don't love it. For reference, we all have like below the shoulder length mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. Yeah. I just cut off some, but it's still below the shoulder. I mean, after Trump got elected, I chopped off I had a very short Yeah, you short, did short like bob. chin length basically. It's shorter. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, I've had chin length because for me like now at the point where like because I cut off like four inches of my hair and it's just below my shoulders and now I'm at the point once I start to cut then I want, always want to cut it a little shorter mm-hmm. and a little shorter. So. I remember I went to see our collective stylist. I went to see him and I was like I wanted like pixie cut. I wanted no hair on my head. This was this is my response to Trump's America where I was like I don't need to look like a traditional woman to please yeah. Trump and the men in power. I don't know. It was like very rational. And I showed him a picture of like what I wanted. It was like Michelle Williams. I wanted like a short short. Oh yeah. Um and beautiful. Right. <laughs> but and our stylist kept like cutting and then coming and I'd be like, "No, I want you to cut more." And he's like, "Are you sure? Do you really?" really i don't know that you do and i was like i really do like keep cutting keep cutting keep cutting and (laughs) to the point where he was like okay like if this is what you want and i ended up not going quite to a pixie but i sometimes dream about it yeah i i dream someday i want to shave my head so speaking of our collective hairstylist christopher lucy goes to her hairstylist roberta Yes, who's based on Lucy's real hairdresser named Bert French. Roberta is played by Eve McVeigh. That's a good name. Yeah. Yeah. And Doug is played by Douglas Evans, that traitor. He did not track for me. Also surprised <laughs> he did not track. I was like, you have a wife? Like, right? <laughs> I know. Doug. Also, the fact that they named him Doug, I now understand that's the actor's actual name. Yeah. But I was like, what guy named Doug owns a hair salon? <laughs> like, I know. I thought it was going to be some fr- like snotty French guy. Right. Or Italian. Or but, even Harold would have been more like Doug. I mean, he <laughs> was a bad businessman. No, because he, he knows. He clients. He know, but he knows Ricky's paying for everything. Boys will be boys and defend other boys. I know. And I have to say that, like, they, with the whole wig thing, when she first put the wig on, I was like, this looks ridiculous. <laughs> like, it was not sitting yeah. correctly on her head. And they were like, you look amazing. I'm like, they're pulling all that customers always right yeah. shit. And I'm like, they are choosing. They were being good business people there. But, like... They want her to get that cut. They want to cut... Her to spend the money. The color. Yeah, cut the color, color would be, loss. yeah. And then if they have to cut color and Ricky's like, go fix it back, double business for them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Well, I liked when she first walked in and Roberta said, it looks like you've had a fire break here because <laughs> she they, she could see her dark roots and Lucy's like, I'll take my dark roots elsewhere. Right. But it's one of the very few times we see it referenced that Lucy's hair is not real. I mean, they reference it, but... But like, literal yeah. proof of it, yeah. I liked the Roberta character because she was kind of stirring the pot where she's like, let's do it anyway. I think it's fun. Roberta seems fun. I'd get drinks with her. She's a fun girl, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, and I like that she's supportive of her drastic hair changes. Right. As someone who's had drastic hair changes. It's nice to have someone hold your hand. Yeah, you need a stylist who's going to be in it with you. Mm -hmm. Let's experiment. I think the psychology of women and their hair is so interesting to me because people say that when women go through like intense life changes... They often manifest through hair changes. Oh, yeah. Where it's like a way that women can take control over like a very chaotic world in their lives is to change their look. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I I remember seeing something where it was like some joke about a guy was like ran into his ex and he like wanted to get back together with her. And then he's like, oh, but she already she already cut her hair. Like she's over me. (laughs) (laughs) For me, hair changes come from boredom. Interesting. Yeah, I a little bit of the seasonal kind of like it's summer. I feel like I should have less 
yeah, hair. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I've never made a drastic hair change. Both of you have dyed your hair. Mm-hmm. I've never dyed my hair. Oh. I remember when I first went red, it was because I had found gray. And I was like, if I'm going to have to color my hair, I might as well color it. When did you start like- going red? 22. And then uh, cut off all my hair after Trump got elected. <laughs> right around his inauguration, actually. Because I was just, like, freaking out. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to take back my sense of what it means to be fem- feminine and female. Which is kind of what Lucy's trying to do in this episode. So she comes up with this plan of wearing the wig mm-hmm. and borrowing some clothes and basically tricking Ricky to see if he notices who it is because Doug and Roberta say she's unrecognizable. So Lucy mm-hmm. kind of wants to see if Ricky will recognize her. And if he likes it, then she'll do it. Right. And she also thinks this is a dream scenario because now she knows what would happen if a beautiful Italian woman flirted with her husband. Yeah. It's like definitely asking for trouble. Well, and she just loves the drama. That's the thing about Lucy. It's like she's just looking for shenanigans. And don't ask the question if you don't want to know the answer right? is the other thing. Right? Because she yeah. she borrows an outfit. They do her brows, her makeup, like everything. She worked. did look way better. She looked way better. They like I think her brows were darker. She has like a beauty mark going on. Yes. And the, I, the outfit changed mm-hmm. it a lot for mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. But so everyone at the salon knows the plan. And then so Ricky comes to pick up Lucy after her appointment and the salon owner Doug like we were saying before comes over and tells Ricky exactly what Lucy's plan was your wife is going to pull a dirty trick on you is what he said like men need to help each other out and as a man with who is also a husband (laughs) I know and then Ricky kind of said a bunch of like very dramatic things in Spanish and then he said something that she touched in the head she's crazy yeah she's crazy it sounded like and and Doug was like those feelings transcend all languages i was like doug chill (laughs) (laughs) doug do you need to take a walk like what's going on with you like is something happening at home he he looked like actually shell-shocked where he was just like yes i know (laughs) Doug, what is wrong with you like what's happening here but i also liked the the fun humor of that sign that said try our new look and then it was a bald person because lucy had the wig oh yeah <laughs> i did like that psychic okay. ricky's like is that what we have to look forward to next year <laughs> is the new look next season um, no hair yeah can't wait well and the other joke he made that i thought was interesting was i thought it was funny at the end of the scene where ricky was kind of saying like, i can't wait to see my wife flirt with me this will be fun and He's like, and maybe I'll get to flirt back or something. Basically suggesting that he's going to, like, go along with it. And Doug's like, you're going to, what? Like, why would you do that? He's like, well, if she's driving the car, I'll go for a ride. Like, yeah. Like, basically saying, like, we'll see how far she wants to ride this crazy train. Like, And I think that's always fun that, like, he's always game. He doesn't just want to squash on her dreams. Like, he wants to see, like, well, let's see how this goes. (laughs) Like, Yeah, he's definitely up for the pranking as long as he can prank a little back. Right, as long as he's in control and, like, knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. But he often gets the upper hand in the pranks, which sucks, because Lucy's the one who comes up with them in the first place. Right. So she should win one. She will. She will. <laughs> Not this one. Not this one. Uh, she looks like Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Like, with this whole look going on. Well, yeah. and that outfit was reminiscent of an episode we've not yet seen, but we're all familiar with. She looked like the grape stomping mm-hmm. outfit. Which we've seen I, also I wear many times. I would wear that whole look. Yeah. Yeah, the off-the-shoulder blouse, blouse is very yeah. now. I love it. Um, but so she's trying to get Ricky's attention. She's, like, dropping the glove, and then another man on the street, like, gives <laughs> yeah. the glove and gives it back to her. I and know. Like, and it's so funny. And then she finally gets Ricky's attention. He picks up the glove, and she starts flirting with him. She says, 
I think I've seen you somewhere before. And he's like, I've been somewhere before. Right. <laughs> Is that how you flirt? I don't, someone teach me. I've forgotten how to do it. Oh, I've been doing it wrong. I shouldn't, I, I was just supposed to tell people I've been places. He was like very, like. He was like a wolf. Yeah. It was like, it made me sexually uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my God. Kern's like, I felt unsafe. Um, <laughs> that Italian. He was really flirty. It's crazy. Well, the whole time he's like playing up that he's looking. He thinks his wife is coming. Mm, yeah. Um, so he suggests that he she come down to the club so he can teach her how to Roomba. Roomba. She her eye roll on that was so good. Well, it, apparently it was a real pickup line that Desi used on Lucy. <gasps> and it was in his autobiography. <laughs> Honestly, would work for me. <laughs> I would love for a man to... Be like, let me teach you Roomba. That's yeah. amazing. Well, and then he just showed me like, this is a Roomba vacuum cleaner. I will put it together for you. It's yours now. I'd be like, we are married now. Thank <laughs> this you. is our son. <laughs> this is our little Ricky Roomba. Teach me how to Roomba. Oh, our little Ricky Roomba. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but then, so they decide to get drinks after the show. Yeah. At 2 a.m. Because he says that he's waiting for his wife and she goes, you're married. And he says, everybody makes a mistake. <laughs> yeah. And then he calls her an old battle axe. She's a good housekeeper. But her shape is kind of, and then he makes like a huge, like just a huge gesture to like like a big robot blob. And then he turns for a minute and Lucy like raises her hand. I was like, hit him, hit him. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh my God, she was so fired up. Well, and he kept saying, so he was like, well, if you come down to the club, like, I'd love to see you. And she was like, won't you have to work? And he's like, oh, I'd find some time for you. <laughs> and I was like, ew. But then, so they get, they decide to get drinks after, right? That's what it was? Yeah, call me at the club. He said, call me at the club. We'll set up a date. Yeah. She calls him at the club and says she's bringing a friend. Okay, so she comes home and Ethel doesn't even recognize her. She thinks it's a stranger. <laughs> you know when strangers just walk into your apartment or your friend's apartment that you're hanging out Someone with? Someone else moved in. Here? <laughs> Ethel was watching the baby, we think? I'm I not think sure. so. She was doing her best Miss Trumbull impression. <laughs> Working for free. <laughs> And uh, Lucy is, like, very pissed and says... Again, that's why don't ask the question if you don't want to know the answer. That's true. She says, I'll leave him. And then she changes her mind. She changes her mind because she figures that's probably what this Ricky wants. Right. And she might as well stay married to him. And Ethel's like, yeah, that'll teach him. (laughs) Stay married to him. Stay married to him. It's worked for me. Yeah. Um... So they decide to try the wig on Fred, and so Ethel borrows the wig. Yeah. Our girl, serving looks. I thought she looked amazing. I love that dress she was wearing. Yeah. And the fur. But she also was like, can I borrow a dress? And Lucy was like, do you, like, you think he'll recognize yours? And she's like, considering I have one, yes, I think he will. <laughs> it's such a good joke. I mean, obviously it's not true. She has like three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Ethel comes in and she's like in fur and like has a cigarette and she's very sultry. This, yeah, deep voice. And Lucy calls Fred to tell him that the basin is stopped up in the right. sink. And Fred walks in and he goes, hey, Ethel. And then he just blows by her. And then he comes back and he's like, is something different? Like, he doesn't even... What's going on? That's what I'm saying. I think sometimes men don't even notice. And then he says something about, like, oh, you've been been bald the whole time we've been married. Yeah. He's like, why didn't you tell me you wore a wig? It's like, no, (laughs) obviously, Fred. Well, because first he was like, you changed your hair. And she's like, it's a wig. And he's like, you're telling me this now. (laughs) 
<laughs> 25 years. Wait, also, they're saying they've been married 25 years. He's, what, like 70? Wouldn't 80, you notice? Five. Wouldn't you notice also, that she had a wig? Like, wouldn't at some point she have to take it off? But math-wise, does that mean they get married at 45 and 25? Like, what? Probably. Oof. <laughs> like, I just, I still, like, I will never understand the, like, love connection of Fred and Ethel. No. I will forever try to unravel that riddle. Well, they both love costumes. True. Um, yeah, I will say I do love always love an episode where there's dressing up and yeah. th- those kind of hijinks to be had. Ethel's upset because she didn't get to test Fred. So Lucy says, I'll come up with this plan. I'll ask Ricky, when I call him at the club, to bring a friend, and especially an older man, and she'll bring a friend and basically set the two of them up to see if they'll recognize each other. Right, and they really want to trick Fred. So they hatch this other part of the plan where they need to get a different disguise for Ethel. They call a Broadway costume designer. That is a friend who will just give them costumes. Surprised they haven't used her before. Right. Maybe they have. We just haven't known that. Like when she dresses up as a grandma. Right. Maybe that come from the or when they like went to the the club and all dressed up as different club goers. But it was the thing that just seemed crazy to me. And you've been a costumer, so like you can chime in. But she was like, oh, she will definitely lend us one of the costumes from this Broadway show that is performing tonight. She'll give it to us after the show for this 2 a.m. hijink. Then we can return it. Like, nah. Yeah, it was a little it was a little strange because I could see definitely costume designers having like a stock. Yeah. Yeah. A stock of clothing that they you know, have at their office that they could lend out to people. But it was weird that she was borrowing, like, kind of actively working costumes. Right? And we, I have questions about the show yeah. when we find out that there are three options, which are a geisha, an Eskimo, and a Native American. Correct. Was it the It's a Small World ride at Disney World? <laughs> right. That's the only thing I can... As a musical review. Was it, like, some kind Woodsy. of, like, world history where a person from every culture comes sings out? And sings a song? Yeah. I mean, and between that and, like, all the stuff about, like, Italians being, like, passionate and brooding, I was like, this is an interesting episode about cultural appropriation. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. This is also, like, a very exposition-y episode. It was mm. so much of them talking about what happened and what they were going yeah, to do. Right. There wasn't so much of, like, seeing it all in action. It was just, like, them talking about it. It was a lot of hatching of plans and yeah. not, like, putting plans into action. Yeah. And we didn't even see things like Ethel actually going down there and trying clothes on. The next time we see her, she's in a mishmashed costume. Right. So 2 a.m. is the time that's been arrived on as the appropriate time for Lucy's alter ego to go and see side, her husband. And side note, Mrs. Trumbull's A, babysitting again. <laughs> Until 2 in the morning. Starting at 2 in the morning. Another side note, they had midnight movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but before that, Ricky has to tell get Fred in on the plan. Yeah. So he was like, we're going to go have drinks. With some lady. Some lady well, with an Italian haircut, and she's going to bring a friend. Well, he starts off by saying, what are you doing at 2 a.m. tonight? Fred goes resting. Which, like... All of us. That's the. This is the only time I've ever agreed with Fred because we both love rest. I've identified as a friend in this moment, in this moment alone. But also, he's gone to bed at 10 p.m. for, for the, the last, last 10, decade. 10 years. It's like, honestly, that sounds like a dream lifestyle. Right? How um, do you accomplish it, Fred? He's by never having a job to do, like never doing <laughs> your work uh, and being mean to your wife. <laughs> Sun goes down, go to bed. He is then coaxed into the idea of coming out at night. By the idea of a beautiful young woman going on a date with him. 
and he gets all fired up about like hello madame like doing his sophisticated older man shtick and then ricky he's like wait ricky we've never done anything like this before and ricky's like yeah no 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 it's my wife and your wife and we're gonna hang out at 2 a.m and trick them cool cool plan guys and Fred then, definitely has to take a nap before. Yeah, that's fine. Fred's suddenly tired when he hears that. He's like, no, I definitely need my rest. Which, like, Ethel's right next to him. It's like, you gotta go all the way out and down to the club at really? 3 a.m. to hang out with your wife, who sleeps in bed next to you. Rick, the bed next to you. In bed. the bed next Ricky to you. Ricky was like, when have you ever passed up the chance to play a trick on Ethel? And he's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I guess that's, what, again, we've talked about before, hijinks are what keep marriages... Oh. Alive. That's <laughs> true. So the girls go see a midnight movie. They show up to Tony's, the Italian place, and Ethel's dressed. As a, with a geisha wig and yeah. then Eskimo coat and Native American dress. Also, if I remember, she didn't even know how to pronounce the word geisha correctly. Yeah. It's like geisha girl. Yeah. Geisha. geisha. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Also, We're starting there. Lucy says, you look like an ad for a trip around the world. Harsh. Yeah. But also like, I was afraid a lot more offensive things were going to come out of their mouths. It wasn't terrible in terms of that. Right. It was just like wildly distracting where she was like, you're so conspicuous. Take the jacket off. And she's like, I promise you it's not going to get better. She just looks like she's in like three different Halloween costumes. Like, who is this woman? Yeah. And, like, why? And, like, why is she posing as a Native American Eskimo geisha? Like, Maybe they just would assume she was, like, a rich lady. <laughs> then Lucy's wearing, like, a different peasant top. And I really liked her peasant top this time. It had some, like, fringies going on. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like her as an Italian... I'm down with the whole look. She should do it all the time. The set of Tony's is the same as the diner set. Oh. They just redressed oh. it. Smart. Nice. Smart. So budget smart. budget cutting. I love <laughs> it. Budget conscious. I we love it. it. So the maitre d' is played by Louis A. Nicoletti, and he says that he's seen an older man and a younger man in here, but they met a blonde and a redhead at the next table and they took off. They keep sort of reinforcing this idea, which is sweet if you think about it this way, where Fred and Ricky really are consistent about they're like we like our wives the way they are we love them as they are we don't want them to pretend to be anything else like after they went to charm school they were just kind of saying like we don't want something else like we love you and so i think it's it feels like it's more reinforcing that point where it's like stop dressing up yeah crazy things i'm trying to trick me right yeah but so they're disappointed and then the guys come out and they get mad at them and they turn away but then they change their minds and run back into their arms yes that's the conclusion so i would have much rather seen them trying to keep the shtick up yeah yeah well once we got her in that costume get up like there's nowhere the ethel could go i guess with that. I I think you're right. I think that it would have been fun to see them. Fred asking costumed up Ethel what she's into and, <laughs> and like having her have to lie. She'd be like, my husband, my haircut. Mm-hmm. Like she'd just like stumble. You can Yeah, I wanted it. to see more of like that kind of stuff. Like the yeah. actual the actual hijinks, if you will, rather than the talking right. about what happened. But also, just when you think about this hijink, like Lucy never gave herself a name. I know. It was just like a very poorly conceived thing Hi, where he was like, oh, yes, 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 beautiful woman I met. Yes, I understand you're calling me. Yes, meet me at 2 a.m. That sounds like boys now. Right? <laughs> it's crazy that she looks so good and still Ricky didn't acknowledge it. I kind of wonder how long it would have taken him to recognize her. 
had he not been given a tip. Right. Yeah, I actually would have preferred that episode. Right. Yeah. Not that I'm an expert, but there are a lot of other better ways this episode could have been constructed. Well, but it is fun. I like seeing her like this. Yeah, the physical bit of like dressing her up was definitely cool. I think also it makes me wonder, because we've, we've read other stories about how Desi was pretty prescriptive about the way he wanted to be depicted on the show. Mm. And this definitely reinforces the idea that like Ricky is a faithful husband who loves his wife and would never look askance, which given what we know, or what we've read about the reality of their lives, maybe he insisted that Ricky look unimpeachable because it was like a little too close to home. Yeah. The weird part about it to me is that Fred has very compromised morals. Right. He's very fluid about the whole idea. Yeah. Fred's like, okay, I'll go on a date. And I was like, that's not okay. Right. Right. And And he was like, wait, why are we doing this? We never do this. Yeah. And he just like, as a second thought, way down the line, but his initial reaction was like, let's go. Right. He's like, but Ricky never likes to cheat on his wife. Yeah. Like I do. It's like, what are you talking about? It was the idea of like marriage and fidelity wasn't pristine in this episode. No, it certainly not. A little. And I also like, I mean, we always say this, the jibes he was throwing at Ethel where she was like, I want to maybe change my hair. And he's like, let's leave bad enough alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> if she had more money. Right. I was thinking that I was like, her hair is looks so matronly. It's like so short and close to the head. Let's queer eye Ethel. <gasps> queer eye, but for old TV characters. I want Jonathan Van Ness to talk to Ricky about how men can have long hair. Oh, yes. That that's that's some fanfic I want to. Let's give Bobby Burke some money for them for to, the Mertz's apartment. <laughs> I and Tan can do up uh, Ethel's wardrobe. Oh my god, I want Karamo to talk to Fred about toxic masculinity. Yes. <laughs> and Anthony can come too. <laughs> well, come too. he he and Lucy will cook things together and both be sort of good in the kitchen. Anthony catches the, the toast. toast out of the toaster and they're just like having a fun time. <laughs> he could have helped with their salad dressing maybe. Ooh. So good. I was trying to think about a story where a wig or a hairstyle change has led to mistaken identity. Oh, I mean, I just kept thinking with the way they kept saying the hat- Italian haircut, I kept thinking about, I was like, was that the Rachel of the time? Mm-hmm. Where like, this was right. a haircut that everybody knew. Well, speaking of like mistaken identity, it reminds me of the episode of Friends where Phoebe's cutting hair and Monica says, I want to look like Demi more. Right. And then she gives her like pretty much a mullet and she's like, oh, I thought you meant Dudley more. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that and also of Speaking of bald, it's maybe season three. It's early friends where Ross and Rachel are dating and they all go to the beach. And Christine Taylor plays this woman who maybe Ross and Rachel are on a break. Yeah, and oh, Ross is one, dating yeah. Christine Taylor. And then Christine Taylor decides to shave her head yes. while they're at the beach. And her shaving her head makes Ross want to dump her. Yeah. Which now looking back, it's like, that's not a good look. No. Ross had some issues. Ross was a problematic fave. If he's a fave at all. (laughs) He's not my fave. This episode also reminded me of She's the Man. Amanda (gasps) Bynes. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, that movie is so underrated. I will go to bat for the movie. It's a cult classic, and it is just, she puts on a short wig. And and, and sideburns. She's a boy, and and Channing Tatum's into her. Yeah. And she has a weird accent. We need to talk about Amanda. My favorite scooter. Yeah, Amanda Bynes' weird dialect where she plays a boy, but she's like weirdly Southern slash a surfer. Like, it's so good. Also, Mulan. Mulan. Mistaken identity. Mistaken identity. Also, I changed my hair color and no one knew who I was. 
When? I went to college when I went from blonde to... Oh, when you went dark, yeah. Yeah, when I went dark. And people, like, didn't recognize me for a while, and it was, like, kind of fun. And it's actually really fun when I go back home to Chicago, and I'm at the mall or something where I would see people I went to high school with. And because I look so different than I did in high school, like, I don't have to have those, like, conversations. Like, how have you been for the past 15 Uh, years? Because no one recognizes me. And also 10 years, because I only graduated 10 years ago. (laughs) Mine is the opposite for whatever reason, that, like, I was a brunette-ish... And then went red. And now everyone retroactively remembers me as a redhead. So, like, I remember I ran into a friend of mine. He was having dinner with his parents at the same restaurant we were at. And he saw me later. And now he was like, my mom turned me and was like, does Molly have red hair now? And he's like, Molly's always had red hair. And I've known this boy since I was five. So he just has always, like, remembered me having red hair, even though this is really late breaking news. And, like, one of my best friends is like, I don't, what was your hair when I met you and I was like not this color he's like I don't remember any other thoughts I love a good costume episode yeah now I want to try and style myself with short dark hair I'm very curious yeah I think it's fun to fantasize about different looks and and change up your look every once in a while I think it's not cool to do it to trick people (laughs) right or but it does make for good comedy certainly I don't think I ever want to be in a partnership where my hairstyle would dictate whether or not they'd want to be with me. <laughs> yeah. I only want that to dictate a with me. I mean, Christopher will be very important. I think that life. they have opinions, but then you just like do whatever you want and they live with it. I think men generally like long hair. I think they do too. Men's opinions don't Men, matter. if you like short hair, let us know. And then date us. If you like Liz Taylor, let us know. Yeah. Where can our fans and friends find us? You may find us on Instagram at We Love Lucy Podcast. On Twitter at We Love Lucy Pod. We are on Facebook, We Love Lucy Podcast. And as always, you can send all thoughts and feelings to our email, which is welovelucypod at gmail.com. Stay warm, Lucy's. We'll see you next time. Bye.